return to profitability in at the end of April of 2023. And since then, it has been profitable. We believe the margin over feed for the year is probably going to come out at 67 cents a kilo, which would be quite good. But unfortunately, as we mentioned before, there's a very, very big hole to fill from the losses there of 2022 and 2023. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of The Pig Edge, Chagas's Pig Podcast with me, Amy Quinn, where we are bringing you the latest news, information and advice to keep Irish pig farmers up to date. The Chagas Outlook 2024 conference took place on the 28th of November, where an economic overview and outlook for the various agricultural sectors was presented by a number of leading Chagas experts with Michael McKeown, Specialised Pig Advisor with the Chagas Pig Development Department, representing the pig sector, reviewing 2023 and forecasting 2024. So on this episode, Michael joins me to talk us through the main highlights and lowlights from the past year and discuss his expectations for the industry for the year coming. With the Irish pig sector having had a roller coaster past few years, I first asked Michael to give us a short synopsis of recent years. It definitely has been a roller coaster. That's one way of describing it. Uh, maybe a bit less of a roller coaster would have been uh, would have been preferred by producers. But anyway, it is what it is. Um, I suppose we went back to 2019. There was record high high pig prices. Um, that was due to Chinese uh, the Chinese imports of pig meat. Uh, they had reached record highs of of the imports. As a result of that, then there was a demand for pig meat in Europe, and that increased the price here. So that was good news. Um, they, their herd recovered and the pig price here started to fall then in 2021, largely. And then we got hit with the Ukraine war there in February of 22. And that caused a record increase in feed costs and also record losses. So we saw record losses there of um, as high as we'd seen in the last 40 years. Um, as a result of that, then as well, 2023, then in response to that, we saw a uh, record high, uh, 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 the pig price going to record highs. And this was in response to the ingredient costs and also a shortage of pigs on the market. So we've kind of seen highs and lows both on the cost side of things and on the pig price side of things, I suppose, in the last four years. And we've really hit record highs nearly in on, on both sides of the coin since then. Michael, you mentioned that fee costs escalated after the Ukraine war broke out in 2022. What do you think the average cost will be for 2023? Yeah, I suppose, look, if we go back uh, to 2022, and unfortunately for Ukraine, it was a tragic situation, and it still is, but for pig producers, uh, there was also some hardship there uh, because of the rapid increase in feed costs. Um, feed prices went, uh, uh, the feed price for feeding pigs is about 75% of the total cost of feeding a pig is feed, and feed price rose by about 20% in the space of two or three months. So the speed of the rise of the feed really caused problems as much as the actual uh, extent of the rise. Um, now, the feed ingredient cost stayed high then for the rest of 2022, and as we went, uh, as we enter into 2023, it still remained at a high level. So if I, if I give you an example, as we came into January of 2023, it was up 100 euros a ton on the previous January. Um, so this caused a lot of problems uh, for pig producers. Uh, since since then, um, we have the global trade, I suppose, has started to return to normal. Uh, in 2023, we started to see much better exports from Ukraine and from Russia. They've had two very good harvests back to back due to the mild winters. And as a result of that, the amount of, of, of barley and wheat that they've been e- able to export has been high, even with the war ongoing. 
and this has also put a floor on the market. So they've been probably undercutting other uh, uh, the other main producers. And this is also because of the exchange rate that the Russians have have devalued uh, uh, their currency. And as a result of that, it makes their wheat a lot cheaper. So this has, has pulled down the wheat price. Also, we've seen the US and and uh, the US and Brazil over the last 12 months have had really good harvests, especially for maize. And this, again, has put downward pressure on the barley and wheat price. So overall, um, feed ingredient prices are now starting to come back to pre-war cost. In fact, they're probably down below pre-war cost um, on the cereal side of things, with the exception of soya. So soya at the moment is probably 575, 80 euros a tonne. Um, and it is it 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 will hopefully start to fall in the next couple of months. So going back to your original question, uh, if you bear with me on it, we expect the feed cost for this year to be virtually unchanged from last year. So we think it'll come in somewhere about 155 uh, a cent per kilo deadweight. Last year was 156 cent per kilo deadweight. To answer your question at the very end. Michael, you also mentioned that um, feed is obviously tremendously important on the cost side, but on the other side of the coin uh, is pig price. So how do you think this will average out for the year and where is it currently at? As a result of hitting high feed prices in 2022, we hit a record high uh, uh, pig price in, in, in uh, 2023. So for here in Ireland, it was, two, uh, it was 238 cent a kilo. In other countries, it went up to 260 cent a kilo. So this was badly, badly needed um, because if you remember, as, as you said about the escalating feed cost, the escalating feed cost caused huge losses in 2022. Actually, if, if we take it from the start of 2022, the whole way out until April of 2023, which is about um, it's about 18 to 21 months, there was a loss of about 580,000. And that's a cash loss on the average farm in Ireland. So 580,000 is a huge loss uh, to try and recoup. So during uh, 2023, the pig price has been good, but and it is helping to start to, uh, to recoup some of that loss. But it's a uh, it's a slow process. The feed price currently is about uh, 215 cent a kilo, and we think in 2023 it'll probably average out about 224. So 224 cent a kilo in relation to the previous year is up by 23%. So if we look back 2022, it was about 182 cent. So 182 cent in 2022 and 100 and uh, sorry, and 224 cent in 2023 is what we think it'll average. Michael, you mentioned the historic high pig price. Was this in response to higher input costs? And can you talk us through these? If the input cost went up, there was usually a lag phase between the feed cost rising and a response in the pig price that the market will always find this balance. Now, the problem, as you said, in 2022 was that the rate of the increase was so fast that uh, the pig price was a little bit slow uh, to try and respond to that. And the gap was very, very big there for a few months. Um, Germany and Spain moved very quickly last year to try and close that gap um, and to try and help to to reduce the deficit. Um, it's, it's, so they rose their, uh, their pig price very, very quickly in May in response to, uh, in April and May, sorry, in, in, in response to feed ingredient prices. Other countries like ourselves moved at a slower rate. So there was a little bit of the pig prices high because of the input cost, but also as a result of the high, the high feed cost, there was a lot more culling in, in the European herd. And therefore, the supply of pigs now in the market is a lot lower. So if you look at the sow herd, uh, the EU sow herd, and if you went back actually the last four years, so if you went back to 2020 
and you compare the sow herd in Europe at that stage and compare it to numbers of sows in Europe now, you will see it's down about a million sows. So that's a drop of about nine, nine and a half percent in the total sow herd, which is a huge drop in the sow herd uh, with that number of sows. So if you said, right, a million sows roughly on um, on the back of a packet kind of a calculation, it's probably 25 to 26 million pigs less on the market on an annual basis. And we're seeing that coming through at the moment that the Danish slaughterings there are back about 19% year on year. And even, even their finisher population there is back about 22% uh, o- o- over the last two years. So we can see it's, 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 it's been similar in Germany. They're back 6 to 8%. And it's, it's, uh, the Netherlands is the same. So some of the high feed costs, uh, sorry, some of the high pig cost is the market response, but also the shortage of supply of pigs coming onto the market. And this is something that will continue there um, in in the short term. So that's really why the pig price saw a historic high for 2023. Um, Michael, we know the last time we had a very high pig price, it was down to the high Chinese export volume. What's the current state of play there? Yeah, the Chinese situation is an interesting situation. Obviously, it's the biggest herd in the world. They have um, uh, 500 million pigs or 400 um, 450 million pigs, uh, somewhere around that. They had African swine fever, which if you're not familiar with the pig sector, is a disease similar maybe to foot and mouth disease. And that broke out in 2018. That caused a lot of losses in pigs and also a lot of culling. So if if a farm got African swine fever, it, it was destocking. As a result of that, the sow herd dropped by about 13 million sows, which is more than the total of the EU sow herd. So it's a big, big drop. And as a result of that, then they were short of meat for the domestic market. So they had to uh, they had to import a lot more um, a lot more pig meat than normal. As a result of that, that came from Europe and America. Pig price here rose in 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 2019 and 2020. But since then, the Chinese herd has <laughs> has recovered. Uh, uh, the south population is after going back up again, and in fact, it probably recovered too fast. In that they now have a surplus, uh, a surplus of pig meat for the last, uh, uh, the last, uh, um, yeah, the last two years, I suppose, really. As a result of this, it's kind of the swings and roundabouts because there's now a surplus in the Chinese market. Their price now has slumped, and it's down to 13, 14 yuan there for the last while. So the estimate for the last 18 months, their their sector there has lost uh, 45 to 50 billion, um, which is massive losses. Um, now, you might think that would lead to a lot of the, um, the pig sector <clears throat> uh, uh, starting to cull, and there is culling going on. But it's probably the culling is going on at this small sort of backyard farms uh, where they have a small number of pigs, that, uh, that every family would have had a small number of pigs. Um, and that's really where a lot of the culling is going on. The bigger companies are losing money, but it probably is part of the Chinese policy to try and increase the percentage of pigs in these big companies and have less of the small backyard pigs because small backyard pigs is harder to control from a disease point of view, from a health point of view. Whereas with the bigger companies, it's much easier to try and do vaccination programs and stuff like that and biosecurity. So if you look at at the moment, the 16 largest companies in China supply probably about 140 million pigs or 20% of the total volume on, on onto the Chinese market. It's expected that these companies in probably the next five years 
will be uh, will be supplying anything up to 25 to 27 percent. So what's happening there is the bigger companies are getting at least staying where they are, if not increasing marginally. But the backyard suppliers are all going out of business, and they're all all, all uh, they're being called out of business. Um, and the other interesting thing was that the Chinese made a statement there in the last week or two and said that they believe that their sow herd at 42 million sows is still too high. So that kind of indicates that they think that the, the ongoing culling of the backyard system will continue for um, uh, uh, for some time to come. And that would be backed up, I suppose, by their uh, their futures pig market, which shows there uh, the price of pig meat there is is uh, for 2024. It's only going to increase maybe from 14 and a half one to 17 one uh, at the end of 2024. So it means that they don't believe there's going to be a shortage of pig meat on the Chinese market for 2024. So what does that mean for pig producer in Ireland, uh, whether you're in Bally James Duff or wherever? It means really that the exports of Irish pig meat to China will be relatively quiet. We will still be exporting, of course, but it's not going to be at the high levels that we had, say, for 2019. Okay. Um, Michael, so overall, 2023, to put it simply, was a return to profitability. Was it sufficient to recoup the losses of 2021 and 2022? So it was profitable. That's the good news. Uh, It is great that it was back in a profitable situation. We returned to profitability in at the end of April of 2023. Um, and since then, it has been profitable. Um, we believe the margin over feed for the year is probably going to come out at 67 cents a kilo, uh, which would be quite good. But unfortunately, as we mentioned before, there's a very, very big hole to fill from the losses there of 2022 and 2023. So, um, really it's going to be the end of 2024 if there's good profitability in the sector it's going to be the end of next year really before that 580,000 of average losses are fully recouped so we kind of um how fast it's going to be recouped will depend obviously on the profitability of 2024 but at, at, at it stands at the moment we are recouping some of that loss but it's an ongoing basis if we look to 2024, so Michael, if I was to tell you to look into your crystal ball, what are your expectations for feed ingredients in 2024? Yeah, the crystal ball now for the pig sector can sometimes be uh, very fuzzy. Uh, it loses reception because, uh, as we said, it's a roller coaster at times. Um, feed ingredients, I suppose, is probably the one we'd look at first. Um, the cereals at the moment are fairly fixed in price. We're seeing barley, wheat, maize, they are fairly fixed. The Northern Hemisphere harvest is obviously in. Um, and that has fixed the prices there fairly uh, steadily there. We're seeing wheat there, 240, 245, uh, uh, barley, 235, and maize somewhere around uh, a similar price. So they're all fairly static, and we uh, and and they will naturally be static probably until we get into the middle of next year. And then as we look towards the next harvest, they'll either rise or fall. Um, the one at the moment that's very high is soybean. Uh, now soybean I think it, uh, that price is going to fall at the moment the soybean price will always be high this time of the year because stocks are, are uh, export stocks are low um, and we're seeing that at the moment because that the, uh, the US harvest hasn't finished yet it, it's, it's, it's nearly finished but it's not there so when that finishes we hopefully will see a reduction in the soybean price um, and the other issue, I suppose, with the soybean there is that the, uh, the Brazilians, which are the biggest producers of soybean, they expect to have a harvest of 163 million tonnes uh, for 2024, for spring of 2024, which if you look back over 
maybe four or five years ago, they were looking at harvest there at 125 million tonnes. So this is an extra 40 million tonnes, which is a massive amount of extra soybean onto the market. So that's what they're expecting there at the moment. Now, the planting season nearly finished in Brazil, um, but they are, so, and they've had some problems. There's drought in some areas of Brazil and there is excess rain in other areas of Brazil. So whether that 163 million tonnes will still stand remains to be seen. Um, Argentina is the other one as well, which has had problems for the last couple of years in drought, but uh, it's expected there that it will be much better this year. And hopefully if they come in with an average harvest, uh, uh, that will help soybeans as well. So to go back to your question, our expectations for feed ingredient prices, we expected for the first six months of the year, uh, we expect the soybean price will fall and the wheat and barley price, maize price will stay, uh, cereal price will stay similar to where it is at the moment. And hopefully as we come into the uh, summertime and approaching the northern harvest, we might see um, a, a margin decline or certainly to be where it is or margin decline. Uh, maybe in prices going forward. So a mixed bag really on that front. How do you think it'll affect pig feed costs? Yeah, so I suppose if you take the ingredient cost then and what does that do to pig feed costs? As you can guess, if we're saying that the feed ingredient costs aren't going to change much in the first six months of the year, then the, uh, the pig feed price, we believe, isn't going to change substantially in the first six months of the year. We think it will decrease in the second half of the year. Um, and that's hopefully maybe there may be a a reduction in the feed ingredient price, as we mentioned, but also what we're seeing now in in um, in the last year or so is more of a demand uh, for contract milling. So where people were, were traditionally just buying the feed from the mills, they're now sitting down with the mills and seeing, can they do a contract price forward? So are, are they able to buy in, in maybe September, are they able to buy enough wheat, barley and soya from now at, uh, from September till the following uh, say June or July. So there's more of that, a much more growing interest in contract milling. So if contract milling becomes uh, uh, continues to become a bigger thing, we may see the average uh, uh, the average feed price falling in the second half of the year. But that's more down just to contracts and just the way people are forward buying as opposed to feed ingredients. Michael, do you expect the 2024 pig price to reach the 2023 historic highs again? Yeah, we'd love it to. Um, <laughs> we would love it to. Uh, we, we, it would be great to see the pig price come back up to 240 a kilo. Um, in reality, and realistically, I don't think it will. Um, it will because it would really need the export market to be very, very strong. So we'd really need the Chinese come back into the market or some other countries come back into the market and really cause a demand for pig meat in Europe, uh, uh, for European exports, really. Um, I don't see that happening, um, but what will happen is that the the, um, the deficit of, of the pig supply on the European market will have to put a floor on, uh, uh, underneath the pig price. So the pig price isn't going to crash or anything like that. It's still going to be strong uh, on historic terms. And even, even if you look at the Irish situation, the Irish situation, we expect the number of pigs that were slaughtered in 2023 is back about 350,000. Uh, compared to the previous year. So that's not going to radically change in 2024. It may improve a small bit, but really in 2024, we're still going to see a short supply of of uh, the pigs going to slaughter. And as a result of that, then it, it's, it's, it's going to put a floor underneath the pig price. So can I take it that a marginal decrease in feed costs and pig prices will still generate reasonable profitability in 2024? 
Absolutely, absolutely. That's the good news. Look, for 2024, we ex- uh, we expected that it's going to be a profitable year again. And as I said, it's a much needed profitability that we need it uh, to try and recoup the losses. Um, this, the sector is in a much, much uh, better shape than it was at the end of 2020, uh, 2022, which is good news as well. It's a much stronger shape than it was Um whether we're the, the the number of sows is going to increase in 2024, especially in the Irish market or the European market, will really be down to margins. If their margins are are um, are high and the profitability is high, you will definitely see an increase back up in the sow numbers. If it if 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 it's only moderate, you may just see the numbers uh, uh, continuing where they are at the moment. We expect to see a margin over feed somewhere around 61 cents. Um, so. For 2023, we expected at 67 cents. For 2024, we expected somewhere coming in at 61 cents. So it is going to be a profitable year. It's probably more moderately profitable or moderate margin than we had um, since May of 2023, uh, since May of this year. So we don't, we're not going to see the high peaks, as I said, at the pig price, but still it is going to be, uh, it's going to be moderate profitability there. And really the sector needs a little bit of stability there going forward for a couple of months now, just to try and and recoup some of the losses, as I said. But uh, uh, just to repeat myself again, the good news is it is going to be profitable. The sector is in a much better space than it was. And hopefully uh, we'll be having a chat at the end of 2024 and say, yeah, look, it was another very good profitable year. Thanks, Michael. We'll leave it there. And like you said, we're in a much better position going into 2024 and it's shaping up to be a profitable year for the sector. Thanks again. No problem, Amy. Thank you very much. That's it for this episode of The Pig Edge. And thanks a million to Michael for joining me on the show. Don't forget to listen and follow on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from so you never miss an episode. And for more information from the Pig Development Department, go to chagas.ie forward slash pigs. I'm Amy Quinn. Thanks for listening.